The following program is brought to you by Speak the Word Ministries. People are not your source. Your job is not your source. God is your source. He can take and He can give. But if you trust Him, He is a giver. Speak the Word. Welcome to Speak the Word with author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey. Speak the Word Ministries is called to train up God's children to be soldiers of Jesus Christ. Speak the Word. Speak the Word. God's Word. Speak, speak, speak God's Word. We invite you to visit us online at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a message titled, Be Careful, Little Tongue. Speak the Word. To change your words and you will change your world. I'm going to say that again. If you change your words, you will change your world. Saints, understand that the right words spoken to you and the right words spoken over you will change your life. I want you to think about that. I'm going to say it again. The right words spoken to you and the right words spoken over you will change your life. Words are powerful. Words are containers. It's kind of like this bottle of water here. It's a container. And this, this bottle here holds water. It, it contains this water. And, and this is what we have to understand is that our words likewise are containers. And they carry power. They carry power. I can recall, I was going to give you a little, I can recall back in 2004 when my daughter Vicky became sick with this severe migraine headache. And uh, I hadn't been living in my little new place very long. I had just been a widow for a few months and I had sold our home and, and purchased a smaller place. So my daughter lived about an hour and a half away from me in Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I lived in Mount Olive, this little pickle town we call it, <laughs> Mount Olive Pickles. <laughs> so, but anyway, she suffered with severe migraine headaches, and so her daughter, my granddaughter Laura, called me. She was concerned about her mother because she had this severe headache, a migraine, and when she would get these severe migraines, she'd usually end up in the emergency room. She'd usually end up in ER having to get a shot. Some of you might have experienced some of this for yourself. But she, uh, she called me, and what I did is I prayed. I prayed for her. I, I, I told Laura, I said, I'll be there. But while I was getting ready to go, I prayed for her, and I sent the word. And you say, well, Pastor Joe, how can you send the word? Well, I can send the word because Jesus says, as he is, according to 1 John four seventeen, so am I. And the Bible says that he sent the word. You remember with the centurion, he sent the word and the servant was healed that very same hour. So I prayed for my daughter. I sent the word from where I was to where Jacksonville. Anyway, I sent the word. And so then I gathered up a friend because it was getting late in the evening to go with, ride with me over there. And I was praying as I was going, not only did I pray for her, but I asked God to send his angels to men. I said, you know, ask God to send his angels to minister to her until I could get there. He did that with Jesus. Remember, he ministered to Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. So you can do is we, this is word. And so I, I asked him to send his angels. I didn't send them. I asked God to send them. Some people say you can send them. I don't know if you can or not, but I ask God to send them. 
you know, and he sent them. And when, and, and Vicki said, well, my daughter, she said, well, I don't know. Uh, she says, I'm okay, mom. She says, uh, shortly after you got through, hung up, after you got through praying for me, she says, it was like somebody put their hand, had their hand on my head. And she says, I could feel it. And she says, it's like all the pain just disappeared. You know, and so no one could ever convince me that we did, we can't send the word and God can send his angels to minister to her. And like I said, by the time I arrived there, she was totally healed and didn't need to go to the ER. God had already taken care of her. You know, normally, like I said, normally she would have had to ended up in the hospital at the ER getting one of these shots. I've, I've, I've had migraines, suffered with them for many years. But I was healed of them, praise God, in 2001. I was totally delivered from them, praise the Lord. So I, I know how bad they can be. We're going to continue talking about the Word because there's nothing, as far as I'm concerned and you're concerned, there's nothing any greater than the Word of God. Do you agree with me? Because that's what it says in, in the Gospel of John 1.1. In the beginning there was the Word, the Word was with God, and He is His Word. So there's nothing, as far as I'm concerned, any greater than the Word. And it tells us in John 1.14, And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld His glory. Hallelujah. The Lord brought this across my path, and it might sound a little far-fetched, a little weird to you, but I, I'm, I'm known to be a little weird at times. Uh, <laughs> and you might think it's a little strange. Some of you will remember the song, uh, from when you were in uh, Sunday school as a child, because we are little children as well as soldiers, right? Okay, we're going to sing along with this song, and then I'm going to get right back into my message. <laughs> Hallelujah. Saints, the Bible tells us in Matthew 18, 3, he said in the voice translation, Jesus says, this is the truth. Unless you change and become like little children, he says, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Jesus is not saying he, he, that you have to take on the childish behavior of a child. He is saying that you have to have childlike faith. Okay. He's not think, saying that you have to run around and behave like a child, but you need to have the childlike faith. Okay. To go before God as a child, is to go before God stripped of your sins, our doubts, full of wide-eyed inspiration that comes from total faith, okay? You know, it's important for you to understand that your power is in your mouth. Your miracle is in your mouth. Your blessing is in your mouth. Your prosperity is in your mouth. Your health is in your mouth. Whatever you need is right here in your mouth. And your tongue is the way to get it. In other words, your words. Your, your tongue equates to words. Are you hearing me? 
Proverbs 18, 21 in the Message Bible, it says, words satisfy the mind as much as fruit does the stomach. Good talk is as gratifying as a good harvest. Hallelujah. Verse 21, it says, words kill. Words give life. He says, they're either poison or fruit. You choose. And you might think, well, why would you say you choose? He said they're either going to, uh, they kill or they get life. But the reason why he says you choose is because you choose if what you speak is going to give life to what you're speaking to or if what you're speaking to is going to give death to it. He says you choose. It's your choice. Let's read this next verse from the New King James, but let's substitute word for tongue, okay? In Proverbs 18, uh, 12, 18, in the New King James, it says, here is one who speaks like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue, words, like I said, the tongue and the words of the wise, he says, promotes health. In Proverbs 21, 23, it says, he who guards his mouth and his tongue, there again, words, guards his soul, he says, from troubles. Saints, your faith is revealed by words and action. I'm going to say that again. Your faith is revealed by words an action. There is no faith without words. In other words, what you say is your faith speaking. Are you hearing me? And we all know that faith comes only one way, and that is from hearing the word of God according to Romans ten seventeen. You may not have thought about this, but I want you to listen to this. When a baby it is in its mother's womb, the baby's ears begin to take form or shape after about eight weeks in its mother's womb. You may not be aware of this, but your hearing is your primary sense. It's your primary sense. Hearing God's voice and his word before he ever gives us visual sight. Think about that. He wants to make sure you hear. He begins forming those ears before anything else. So you can hear his voice. I have a friend that I prayed for. As a matter of fact, four people I prayed for that's gotten pregnant, had children, one set of twins. But she began reading to her baby before he was ever born. And she still reads to him every day. But you can't, they can hear. It's just like a person that's in a coma can hear. If you ever go to pray for somebody and you say, I can't pray for that person because they're in a coma and he can't hear me. Their spirit is always awake. Their spirit is never in the coma. The flesh is in the coma. The spirit is not. So you talk to them the same as you would if they were listening because the spirit is there. Okay? Or you hear me? Hearing God's voice and his word before he ever gives visual sight. You know, we're going to talk about your general conversation. Okay? Not the type, the conversation that you have on Sunday during the praise and worship service and, and the type when you're talking to your brothers and sisters, but we're going to talk about the general conversation that you have between you leave the church till so you come back. Okay? Because this is what will affect your confessions of the word is your everyday talk. You know, a lot of people don't understand this, and I know Pastor Larry and I know, and, 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 and you know, pastors or anybody may understand this. Sometimes you don't understand this, but I think Pastor Larry and some other pastors understand this, is that you can pray for a person and anoint them with oil until the hair falls off their head. But if, if they're not, <laughs> if, and, and they can be healed, they can receive that healing, or if you're praying for prosperity, they can receive that. 
but they can walk right out those doors right there and cancel that prayer out by what they say. And then they're wondering why, you know, well, Pastor Larry, Pastor Joe, or Pastor somebody, or, or Sammy, whatever, you know, they prayed for me, you know, and so and so. I've been to every conference there is, had everybody lay hands on me, and I'm still sick or I'm still whatever. But it was this. It wasn't that the power wasn't released. It was that you opened up your mouth and canceled it out. Are you hearing me? You need to understand that it's not who you're talking to that matters. It's very important that you understand that, that it's not important who you're talking to that matters, but it is your words. It's your words that matter. They're going into the spirit realm. Every word that comes out of your mouth is being released into the spirit realm, and it is affecting everything around you. It affects your family. It affects your friends. It affects anybody that you're around when those words go forth that you've spoken. Your words will affect your health. It affects your finances. It affects everything. But more importantly, your words have the biggest effect on you. The words you speak will have a bigger effect on you than it does anyone else around you. Are you hearing me? It's your heart not the dictionary that gives meaning to your words. I'm going to say that again. It's your heart, not the dictionary, that gives meaning to your words. You know as well as I know that you can speak words to somebody that makes them feel really good about themselves. In other words, you can just really say something that will encourage them and, and lift them up. But you, and you can speak words of encouragement to somebody that will lift their spirits just like that. And a heartbeat. You know, Proverbs 15, 23, the new King James says, A man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season. He says, how good it is. Hallelujah. It is good. You also know that you can speak words that can put a person down just that fast. You can speak words that will cut sharper than a knife, and that person will never forget it. I've experienced sex. I'm sure that most everybody in here has experienced both ends of it. You've had people that spoke words to you that brought encouragement to you and joy. And you've had people that speak words to you that cut like a knife. I had something one time a couple of years ago. I was on my way to up in the mountains to do a three-day uh, revival. And they cut me so bad, but you know, I'm so thankful that I, I was more familiar with the word and, and the word and, and uh, God's word and what to do. And I did feel sorry for myself there for a few minutes. And <laughs> but then I, I began to realize that it was an attack of the enemy. He was trying to distract me from doing God's work. But I, what I did is I do what you would, I suggest you do. It, when it happens to you and somebody says this to you, don't take it personally. It's an attack from the enemy. Pray for the person. Forgive them. Ask God to forgive them. And give it to him. And when you do, all the hurt's going to go. Right. And you can get on about your business. Right. Are you hearing me? But you can. You can. And, and like I said, I think about it sometimes. I'm not saying I've ever forgotten it. And I, it does cross my mind every now and then. But since I have a choice as to what I choose to think about... It goes right back out the door because I've forgiven them. God's forgiven them. So why should I even think about it? 
but the enemy likes to bring things back up. <laughs> Proverbs 14, 4 in the New King James says, The soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. Saints, when you speak words of hope, as I said, and love and encouragement to somebody, they'll never forget that either. Words are important. Not only words that we speak when we're confessing God's word for something, but every word we speak is important. Matthew 12, 36, uh, chapter 12, verses 36 and 37 in a New King James translation says, But I say to you that for every idle word that men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. Saints, you are in a spiritual battle, and just because you don't acknowledge it, it doesn't mean that there is not one. And as believers, we fight our battles with the sword of the Spirit, which is God's Word. You know, the enemy works again on you, and he wants to get you so angry. You know, that's another door. He has these, some doors are worse than others. And that is a bad door. But if he can get you all worked up and get you all mad, and you can say, well, I'm just going to give that person a piece of my mind, you know, and you can just let them have it. But once you, what you don't understand is that once you open your mouth and you begin to let that person have it and you begin to speak those things, it gives the enemy permission to come in and do his work. But if you will keep a lid on it, which is hard to do, I recognize that, I realize it's hard to do. Sometimes I haven't been able to keep a lid on it. But I try to keep a lid on it and not say everything that the enemy wants me to say and walk away and pray for that person and say something, you know, say what God says and now you're giving God permission to come in and help you with it. And he will help you with it. So I want you to keep that in mind. Sometimes I have gotten so angry, you know, I just want to squish them. But we're believers. We're Christians, right? We're not supposed to think that way and feel that way. But I got news for you. We got flesh. And I don't know about you, but I'm crucifying mine daily. You know, it's a daily process of crucifying this flesh. Praise God. You know, I think, you know, I just say, Lord, I just think that you're doing a good work in me today. And I, I pray that there'll be more of you today, you know, less of me. <laughs> Praise God. But like I said, as believers, we fight our battles with the sword of the spirit, which is God's word. God's word is truth. It's spirit and it's life, according to John six sixty three. Now, whether you believe it or not, or whether or not you acknowledge it, it doesn't change anything. Because God says, I change not. I'm the same today, yesterday, and forever no more. And it's, not, it's going to be the same. That he's the same Jesus as he was that when he was on earth and those people were following him around to be healed and they were touching him and being healed. And Jesus wanted me to know and wanted you to know. He said to Joe, let him know I'm not same. I'm still, I'm not changed. I'm still the same Jesus now as I was. When I was on this earth, he has, you know, his, he, he's still here to heal. And he wants to if we let him. So he doesn't change. 
And so let's go over, if you will, to Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verses 49, real quick. It says in the Amplified Bible, he said, Let no foul or polluting language, nor evil word, nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others as is fitting to the need and the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace and God's favor to those who hear it. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. He says, do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked and branded as God's very own, secured for the day of redemption, a final deliverance through Christ from evil and the consequences of sin. Hallelujah. Saints, this is where God is telling us that we have been sealed until the day of redemption. Isn't that good news? You've been sealed until the day of redemption. And you say, well, Pastor, I, I told a story yesterday, or, or Pastor, I did this yesterday. It says that he's quick to forgive. You repent, he forgives. You haven't lost your salvation. It's sealed. He seals it, and it's there. The only way you can do that is if you just totally turn away from him and just deny him totally and completely. It's not through your sins because they've already been forgiven. They were forgiven on the cross. So it's not those that, that's the hindrance. You got born again in your spirit and your flesh, but your flesh did not get born again. Your mind did not get born again. That's why we still have problems. That's why the flesh acts up sometimes. And that's why, you know, you get angry sometimes and people get on your last nerve. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody get on your last nerve? You know, sometimes the phone rings and I say, Lord, I can't handle that right now. Can I take, take I'm kind of like a Scarlet O'Hara and Gone with the Wind, you know. I'll think about that tomorrow. I mean, I'll call them tomorrow. Hallelujah. But, you know, if you know something's going to bother you and you're not ready for it, prepared for it, I mean, why ask for it? I'm not. I'm not ready for that right now, Lord. You know, I need to pray about that before I talk to that person. <laughs> I need to prepare my heart. <laughs> so, like I said, our minds didn't get born again. That's why, you know, I say in, in the little song, he said, be careful what you think. Speak the word to your body. Speak the word to You've been listening to author, Bible teacher, and evangelist, Pastor Joanne Ramsey, on today's edition of Speak the Word. Speak the Word is a listener-supported ministry. Generous contributions from listeners like you enable us to continue bringing you this program each day. Learn how you can connect and support Speak the Word Ministries on the web at speakthewordministry.net. That's speakthewordministry.net. Pastor Joe will be right back in just a moment. But first, we're excited to tell you about Pastor Joe's book titled, God, Are You Listening? I Need Help. Do you need God's help perhaps like never before? In this book, Pastor Joe will help you develop a prayer life that delights the heart of God and moves Him to act on your behalf. If today's events have you in fear and worry, 
This is the perfect book for you. God, are you listening? I need help by Pastor Joanne Ramsey. If you'd like a copy, just ask for it when you include a donation of $10 or more. Or we can send you today's message on CD free. It's our gift to you. Write to us at Speak the Word Ministry, P.O. Box 9175, Virginia Beach, Virginia, 23450. Or give us a call and make a tax-deductible donation with your debit or credit card. One of our friendly staff is standing by right now, ready to answer your call. Our ministry telephone number is 855-505-2297. That's toll-free at 855-505-2297. You can also email Pastor Joe and her team at Pastor Joe, that's J-O, at speakthewordministry.net. Again, that's Pastor Joe at speakthewordministry.net. And now, here's Pastor Joe with a closing prayer. Father, you said that our tongues are small muscle capable of marvelous undertakings and a small thing that makes grand speeches. Help us to understand that we have the power and the ability to lift someone up. And with that same tongue, we can crush someone, wounding them forever, or we can use our mouths to bless them. You said, Lord, that with our mouth comes blessings and curses, and this should not be. I pray that you will put a bridle on our tongues and a guard on our mouths, lest we speak evil and give Satan a foothold, an open door. Help us to understand that our words have power, and every word we speak has an assignment attached to it. Let that assignment be to bless the one we are speaking to. Father, help me to always be slow to speak and quick to hear, to have a soft answer for everyone, to always speak in love. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. From Pastor Joe and all of us at Speak the Word Ministries, we're glad you've joined us today. Once again, thanks for listening. Join us next time on Speak the Word. Speak the Word to every circumstance That mountain can't stand Against the Word, the Word of God Against the Word of God